Hello, and welcome to another episode of Brick by Brick. I am your host, Emily Verbecki, and today we are recording again from Pure Albion in the heart of downtown Albion. Our guest today is Mark Lully. He is the president of the Calhoun County Trailway Alliance Board, and he has been busy working on a lot of different things even during these winter months. Um, And so we're really excited that he had some time in his schedule to be able to join us for a brief conversation about things that he's been working on. So before we kind of talk about those projects you've been working on, Mark, tell us a bit about your Albion story. How did it start? Are you originally from Albion or what brought you to Albion if you aren't originally from here? Well, thank you, Emily. Um, We have been in Albion about 32 years um, and we, uh, my wife and I met in grad school in Louisiana. I was coming to grad school at Michigan State and we were driving around small towns because I'm a small town boy from Wisconsin and um, we drove through Albion. We drove by Victory Park and my wife got out. She's from New Orleans but she said, this feels like home to me. And we ended up renting a house in Albion. She got a job at the college, and we've been here ever since. Wow, that's quite a story. So 30 years, I'm, is are you in a place where Albion is what you refer to as home, but or do you still refer to as Wisconsin as being home? I know sometimes those roots are really strong, but would you say after all this time that Albion is really your home? It is. It um, We had the realization probably 10 years ago that we had lived in Albion longer than we'd lived any other place in our lives. And we intend to stay here. All our friends are here and we love the town. Wonderful. So I think people see you in and around town in a variety of things that you're working on, but they they might not always know what exactly you're working on in those times. So tell us a little bit about some of the projects you've recently been working on um, that you are excited um, for, for more people to know about. Sure. Um, the, the Calhoun County Trailway Alliance is a nonprofit organization that's kind of like a Friends of the Trail organization. And what we're trying to do is build uh, uh, an, an off-road, non-motorized path all the way across Calhoun County, probably 45 to 55 miles in length. Um, we are, in Calhoun County, we're lucky to be the, the nexus of three major trail systems. One is national. The North Country National Scenic Trail goes from upstate New York um, all the way to North Dakota. It's almost 5,000 miles long, and it comes up from Ohio through Litchfield through Homer and uh, comes through Albion. Uh, But we're also part of the Great Lake to Lake Trail, which goes from Port Huron to South Haven, and the Iron Bell Trail that goes from Detroit to Ironwood in the UP. And uh, the the Iron Bell Trail is about 1,000 miles long, and that comes through Albion too. So we're Lucky, lucky to be at the junction of all those trails. Are there a lot of other, other communities that have as many trails come together like we do here in Albion, or is that pretty unique? We're the only one um, the, they, because they meet here. Um, there, are, there are a few other communities, mostly in Calhoun County, where those trails pass through, Marshall and Battle Creek. Uh, but at that point, they diverge. And so Calhoun County really is the heart of those trails, but they meet here in Albion. 
So what kind of work then have you been doing to move that project further along in getting everything connected here in Albion? Well, Michigan is the number one trail state in the country. We have more miles of trail than any other state. The problem is many of those trails are not interconnected. And so there will be a great segment of trail in central Michigan, but it doesn't connect to anything. And so there's a big movement now to try to connect all of those trails just for the economic impact. Um, the Greater Allegheny Passage in Pennsylvania is about a 200-mile trail on an old railroad bed. That trail generates about $60 million a year in economic activity for the communities on the trail. Um, it's revitalized communities that were dying. And uh, the same thing can happen in Michigan if we connect these trails the economic impact for places like Albion will be substantial. Um, our biggest challenge in Calhoun County is, unlike most other places in Michigan, we have no railroad bed, abandoned railroad bed, that's still in public ownership. And so finding a route um, where it's off-road, but we, have, uh, we can get easements from landowners, um, that's been our biggest challenge. It's not been fun funding, which uh, some places have that challenge. We've been doing a very effective job of raising money, but it's just figuring out the, uh, the best route. Wonderful. So are there a lot of people that come from all across the United States to, um, to walk, bike, uh, travel on these trails that are, are connected here in Albion and go all around Michigan and the United States? Is that a big number? On the trails that have a substantial number of miles, like the Calhaven Trail, um, the, the Fred Meyer trails, uh, the Meyer Corporation has been a huge supporter of trails. They attract a lot of people from out of state uh, and even from around the country. Uh, Albion is not at that point yet because we're not that connected. And once we're connected to the Falling Waters Trail in Jackson and to the Battle Creek Linear Park, uh, you'll see a lot of people riding through Albion. But you, you still see people touring through Albion, mm -hmm. even with um, not all the trails being completed. So they're just making their way in between those trails via streets and, and other you know pathways that aren't identified right now as a trailway. It may not be motor-free, so right. it's, it's not as enjoyable of as, as an experience as it might be in the future when it has is non-motorized traffic on it. And, and I think it's even more so for families. Uh, Albion is blessed. We have fantastic roads. I see your dad out riding, by the way. Uh, especially on the, the Falling Waters yep, Trail. Yeah, that's his favorite. It's a wonderful place to bike, and I bike all the time. Lots of people do because our roads are, are really good for that. Very little car traffic. But for families with young kids, even on little traveled roads, they're afraid to, to use them. Um, but if you ever go down to the Falling Waters Trail at the trailhead in Concord, you'll see... Lots of cars parked there, and people will, kids, families will have their kids with them, mm -hmm. and strollers, and that's what we're hoping to have here in Albion too. Yeah, I would agree. As a as a parent, um, as you know, having a, a son who's been a bike rider from a very young age, we, you know, we, both my husband and I really enjoy biking. Uh, we got him riding on a bike very, very young. 
but we have not ridden as much together as a group just simply because we always had to get all of our bikes and go to pathways together versus being able to, you know, just jump on, on a trailway and be able to go for, for a ways. Um, simply because, you know, I always worry about even if we have him in between us, if somebody is trying to pass us really quickly and they think they can get around one, but not, you know, the other that they would, you know, heaven forbid, you know, come over and get him off on the, <laughs> onto the side, you know, so I, I, I definitely can understand, you know, as a parent, I definitely head towards trails, um, with my family to, to ride. Cause it just feels a little safer, even though sometimes on the trails, they can be so busy that it's, it's like, you know, so many people are passing, but everybody's so kind and polite and enjoying their experience that, that it's, it's good for everybody is kind of been my experience experience overall. You might get hurt on a trail. Your, your, your bike tire might go off the edge of the trail and you'll crash, but you're going 15 miles an hour versus a car hitting you at 55. So right. it's, it's still safer. And there's really good data that shows um, in terms of the drop-off in ridership between, let's say, a, an off-road paved path mm -hmm. and even a, a, a country road that's not very, um, doesn't have a lot of traffic about 50% of the people won't ride that road, which is why trails are important. Yeah, interesting. So I've heard some, and we've had some conversations about the the designation of a trail town. Tell us more about that for those who haven't heard yet. What is that? What does that mean? We Albion recently was designated a trail town by the North Country Trail Association, which is a nonprofit that supports the North Country Trail the North Country Trail itself is actually a national park. Um, that's a trail that goes from New York to North Dakota, 4,000 plus miles long. Um, along the way, there are a number of communities that have been designated trail towns because they're friendly to the people hiking through. They have places to stay. They have uh, restaurants, um, places where you can get groceries. And we about two or three months ago were designated as a trail town we'll soon have a website up and running um, for our trail town status uh, a lot of people don't realize there are actually people hiking through albion already and have been um, when you see them they may have a backpack on and you're not sure what they're doing people may think they're homeless uh, but they're actually hiking through and um, two years ago i was in front of city hall there was a, a gentleman, an older gentleman with a big backpack on, and I realized he had to be hiking the North Country Trail. I stopped and chatted with him. He had his map out. He was looking for a place to stay for the night, and I was able to refer him to Albion Heritage Inn, uh, the bed and breakfast, and they've, had, they've hosted hikers. And the guy happened to be um, Ed Talone is his name. He's this eccentric guy who was the first person to ever hike the entire length of the North Country Trail, and he's done it multiple times. So he was passing through Albion, I think, on his sixth uh, hike of the, the North Country Trail. Well, and quite the person to, to, to run into being you as somebody who has done so much work for the, for the trails in Calhoun County and around the area. Um, so that was, it was like, it was meant to be, it was fate. <laughs> it was exciting to see him. It, uh, and it made me realize, and then since then, I've been keeping my eye out and I've seen more hikers. Um, I just never really noticed them before, but now I'm, I'm, I'm seeing them and they're, they're coming through town. Yeah, it sounds like we should all kind of keep our eyes out. I think sometimes when we're, when, when we're residents of Albion, we 
take for granted some of the, the accessibility that we have to trails and waterways. Um, they're just a part of our daily lives. And it's a good reminder to realize that, that Albion has these unique features and offerings that it brings people from around the area, but there's even opportunity to capitalize on those further and to develop them further, to be more friendly to our trail riders and walkers um, and to welcome them and engage them in conversation to find out things that they need, things they're looking for, because that helps guide work that we're doing overall, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. And there's a stereotype of people who bike or hike on trails as being granola crunchers. And in reality, they're the people who are more likely to spend $12 on a really good hamburger or $7 on a wonderful craft beer. Um, they, they are the audience we need to be targeting in terms of economic impact. Uh, recently, the North Country Trail sponsored a hike in Albion. Um, this was in November. And these were probably 15 to 20 people from outside of Albion, many of whom had never been here. And at the conclusion of the hike, we stopped at the Albion Malibu Brewing Company. And um, so that's economic impact we wouldn't have had. Uh, this past weekend for Winterfest, we sponsored another hike. And we had seven, eight people from outside of Albion who came to town just to do the hike and ended up, uh, one family went to Sterling for hot chocolate and several people ended up at the Malibu. So it does have an economic impact. That's great, that's great. So you definitely travel a lot based on kind of what I hear. Um, a lot of your travel is around trailways and, and whatnot. Um, when you have that opportunity to meet people, if they're not familiar with Albion, what do you highlight to people about Albion that you think might resonate with them to visit um, on their next you know trip that they're going on or what might you want them to consider when they're making plans uh, for that that next vacation or their next trip um, and to consider Albion what what things do you share with them well, Albion has so much history I think that's one thing that a lot of communities don't have as rich of a history as Albion does um, in terms of a place to visit there's the college, we now have the hotel downtown, we have two B&Bs, so it's a good place to spend the night. Um, the Bohm Theater is such a magnet uh, for, for people from around Michigan. Um, but also, there are people coming here to live, which is amazing because this is a, a relatively inexpensive place to buy a home, a first home or a second home. And uh, I just, my wife and I feel the excitement of living here and like to share that with people. Wonderful. So for all the work that you do in Calhoun County and in Albion, you're definitely a part of a lot of different conversations that are happening. But what kind of conversations do you feel like people aren't having yet about Albion or here in Albion that either concerns you or just makes you want to figure out how to start more conversations around around a certain topic? What, what do you hear people not talking about yet that you feel like is important for them to start talking about? Well, I think we are having some of those conversations, but they're, they're difficult because some of them may revolve around race and class, and that's uncomfortable for a lot of people to talk about, but it's so important for us to to, to address that head on. Um, the tension between the college and the community, or I should say the perceived tension, because I don't think it's 
it, uh, most of the criticism is legitimate. Um, the, the college is a major reason for Albion's current renaissance. And um, I, I think good things are happening that a lot of people aren't aware of that the college does for the community that, that um, go kind of unnoticed. Uh, the, the renovation that's happening downtown, the criticism I hear, one concern is gentrification. And I can, gentrification is when prices get so expensive that it forces people out who can't afford to live here. And that's not happening. Our problem is poverty, that people can't afford the even very inexpensive homes that we have. And so we need more workforce development, um, help people find and keep really good jobs because gentrification is not our problem. Yeah, it seems like especially in, you know, if we talk specifically about the the Superior Street, you know, there's not even really any housing currently um, being inhabited except for a few small, you know, little pockets here and there just because the buildings are in the in the shape that that can't even sustain having having anybody live there of any type um, of any income. It, it's just not appropriate um, or or even reasonable for somebody to live in some of those spaces. So I do, I, I agree with the, the continuing to have that conversations about reasonable, you know, rents and housing prices and, and making sure that, you know, as things come along that we continue to work and press on some of those issues, um, not only for sort of the superior street housing, but in the, the, the housing all across the area. Uh, because I'll mean small enough that you can, it's walkable to downtown and you could be sort of almost on the outskirts, quote unquote, you know, um, eight, 10, 12 blocks away being sort of slightly on that, you know, on the way out of the Albion city limits, but still be, um, still be walkable to Albion. The trail work I'm doing is all as a volunteer. My paid work, my background's actually in community development. And so I have a very strong interest in seeing Albion continue to develop and if you use public policy well, you can, you can have the best of both worlds. You can develop your downtown and still um, have affordable places for people to live. It's not mutually exclusive, but when you have an us versus them mentality, those things never get put on the table. And that's the concern I have is we're not, we're not capitalizing on the assets we have. Um, we're not trying to figure out creative solutions where everybody wins because everybody can win. And, um, and I, I see that beginning to happen, but we need more of that. That's great. So kind of our last wrap-up question is something that we've been asking everybody um, when they've come on and chatted with us. So for people who may not know you and may not be able to pick you out as they go around, you know, if they saw you around town, but for those people, what are they most likely to see you doing in and around Albion? If they were to, to bump into you and, and you were to say, hi, I'm Mark, what, what would they find you doing? From April to November, I'm probably on a bike. Um, I bike as often as I can, usually five to six days a week. Um, I'm fortunate because I'm self-employed, so my schedule is flexible and I can ride when I want. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just try to get out all the time. And I, you know, I'm in all the surrounding communities too. And uh, it's fun to meet people on the road who are also on bikes because there are a lot of folks out there. 
Excellent. Well, again, Mark, I really appreciate you coming in, making time in your busy schedule and all the work that you were doing to, to, to share with us all the projects that you're working on. For people who may be just being exposed or hearing about the trailways um, and, and Albion as a trail town, what are some resources that you would point people to to find out more. I, you mentioned that the, the trailway site for Albion is coming and, and it's in progress. What are some other places if people are talking about spring trips and summer and fall things, what are websites that you go to or that you rely on or you would tell people to go to to find out more information? I'm probably gonna get the URL wrong, but it's mytrails, M-I-T-R-A-I-L-S, and I think it's .org, but it might be .com, but that lists all the trails in Michigan. Um, and it lists them geographically around the state, so you can look in the UP or uh, southwest Michigan. Uh, the problem or the challenge with that is new trail is getting built all the time, mm -hmm. and so they may not be totally up to date. We're actually building a new segment of trail in Albion this summer um, on the west side of town that will connect with the current Albion River Trail and take uh, riders out to the west city limits on uh, Austin Avenue. Oh, and so it's a, a mile at a time, but uh, that's a great resource. Michigan Trails and Greenways Alliance is the biggest state organization that works on trails. Uh, once a little plug I have to make is uh, recently the Ralsey Wolf Wilson Foundation in Detroit gave $100 million to Southwest Michigan for parks and trails, and $40 million of that will be just for trails. Uh, so big foundations are seeing that it's worth the investment to, to make, and um, I think you'll see that in Albion too. And if somebody wanted to help get involved um, with any of the trailway work or even helping in, in continuing to build mile by mile, how, how would they find out more or how could they get connected to, to participate more? The Calhoun County Trailway Alliance has um, a, a website, so you can go to that. Just search uh, the Trailway Alliance and you'll mm -hmm. find it. And we also have a Facebook page where you can message the administrator of that if you're interested in volu volunteering. Wonderful. And we'll get some of those links um, into the notes of, of this episode that people can, can click right to it and find out more. Right. So again, thank you so much, Mark. I really, really appreciate it. And uh, thank you for all your work. I, I'm excited as, as an avid bike rider to be able to go out and um, in the summer get more miles on the trails around town. And I'll be able to thank you and, and the groups that you work with for for the, all the quality trails that we have so thank you emily thank you thank you for listening to another episode of brick by brick and again a big thank you to mark lelly for joining us for a conversation today and sharing everything he's been working on you can subscribe to brick by brick through itunes or you can listen to episodes online at soundcloud.com or directly from our website downtownalbion.com forward slash brick by brick. We welcome your feedback about our episodes so far. If you or someone you know would like to be on an episode, share their information with us and we'll get in contact with them. Until next time, we'll see you around town.